Someone in John 14, 27. Hallelujah. Let me give you the mic so that they can all hear it. 
Praise God. Peace, I live with you. Peace, I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Friends, there is a kind of peace that the world gives you. Are we together? So you understand that there is a kind of peace that the world gives. Ah! You are so worried, you are so stressed. Usually what I do when I'm stressed like this, I smoke one or two cigarettes. It's, it has a calming effect. Brother, uh, uh, it has a calming effect, right? You've tried it before. <laughs> Praise God. Not as the world gives, if I am so worried. Things are not going fine at home. Let me go and take one or two bottles with the boys. It has a relaxing effect. Eh? Oh, okay, you already wave it to Jesus. <laughs> there is a kind of peace the world gives you. Unfortunately, after taking that bottle of drinks with the friend, with the boys, usually by morning it has finished. In fact, it comes with massive headache, right? Don't huh? worry, I, I, I used to have friends like that a lot. In fact, some of them used to throw up. I mean, that was part of why I. It, it wasn't because of Bible that I, I became afraid of drink. I saw what hangover can do to people. I became scared of things. Praise God. So don't worry, I, it's, not, it's not because of the. the <laughs> Praise God. There is a kind of peace the world can give. But it's not permanent, it doesn't last. It's not even effective. And because nothing else can. It's difficult to find something that can give long lasting peace. In the world, when we talk about peace, sometimes people don't understand what it means. They feel like peace can only exist when there is no trouble. But there is a kind in the morning. We read Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. It says, The peace of God which passes all understanding. There is a kind of peace. And the human senses cannot prevent. The kind of peace that sleeps in a boat that is about to sink. Peter could not understand it. If not because of respect, what Peter would have asked is, Jesus, share the grace. Well, it's because of respect, say, Master, is it that you don't care? Okay. Oh, for English translation. It needs to make something sound so. So simple, so easy. If you read some of the original translations of those things, it cannot be understood. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Therefore, let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. John 16 33. 
16. These things I have spoken to you that you may have what? That you may have what? Peace in me. I like to I like to take Bible verses uh, slowly so that we don't miss something. He says you will have peace where in me there is a location where the peace is permitted to operate. It goes further to tell you in the world you will have what? But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Peace in me. We are looking at the prince of peace. That is who we are talking about. And in the morning we established that a prince is essentially a king. Hello? A prince is essentially a king. The difference is time. That is why we saw in Isaiah that Jesus was introduced as prince of peace. When he was born, he called him the newborn king. When he had resurrected, the Bible referred to him as the king of glory. Hello? A prince is essentially a king. So whichever term you want to use, we're talking about the same thing. And a king, every king has a territory, a place of dominion. There is a geographic boundary throughout which the influence of the king can be felt. There is a geographic limit to which the tenets, the desires, the will of the king can be enforced. Buhari cannot try some of the things he's doing in Nigeria, even in Ghana, praise God, because he does not have jurisdiction here. Are we together? There is a limit, a boundary, to which the influence, the will of any king can be enforced. And therefore he says, well, in me, you will have peace. The king of peace is only obligated to establish his peace in his kingdom. Are we together? And that is why I say it is imperative before we even go ahead to look at what peace is and what peace isn't and how we can have peace and maybe seven steps to peace and all of those things. We must understand the location where we can have peace. Have you tell your neighbor in him? In him. When we call God King, or we call Him my King, we are establishing the fact that we are citizens of His kingdom. We are claiming citizenship of His kingdom. Hello? And if indeed He is our King, and we are citizens of His kingdom, and he is the king of Salem, that is the king of peace. Then it goes without saying that peace is our constitutional right 
in his kingdom. Are we together? Listen, there's a difference between a citizen and a member. Hope you know. There is a difference between a citizen and a member. Kingdoms don't have members. It's only religious institutions that have members. Yeah? And um, organizations. Uh, member of the board. The form committee. They are members. As a member, there are certain things Maybe there are contributions you have to be making every month eh, to maintain your membership because your membership can expire. Praise God. <laughs> In church, we have members because there are people that we can see this Sunday and we will not see them next Sunday. And you call them. Oh, brother Alpha, how are you? Why did we see each other? See, my membership has expired. But in a kingdom system, we have citizens. And citizenship is not end or sustained by monthly contribution. Citizenship is granted upon birth. Hello? That is why Nicodemus came to Jesus and said to him, Sir, how much can I pay to become a citizen of this kingdom of heaven you are always talking about? And Jesus responded in John chapter 3, verse 3. Except a man be what? God. Are we still together this morning? Citizenship is granted by birth. And as a citizen of the kingdom, you become the property of the king. We established some facts in the morning. A kingdom is the direct opposite of a democracy. A kingdom is not a democracy. Are you following me? Democracy is the government of the people by the people. For who? The people. In a kingdom system, it is a government of the king by the king. And for whom? The king. It is a governance over the people by the king for the king. There is no place the desires of the people features in a kingdom system. So for some of you that get angry, just they are no longer serving my needs in Christian law. I'm leaving. It just shows that you are a member. You are never a citizen. 
Because in a kingdom system, everything you do is for the king. Nobody is obligated to serve your needs in a kingdom system. Are we together? Democracy rides on two major foundations. The freedom of the individual and the right to private ownership. Those are the two foundations of democracy. In a kingdom system, these two things do not exist. There is no freedom of the individual. That is why Paul will say, Know ye not that whom you yield your members to, you become servants. So if you choose to yield your members to righteousness, if you choose to get born into this kingdom, you become a servant. I said it in the morning that this message is not common in the church. Praise God. But we used to enjoy it when it is great. Ah, I preach grace a lot to praise God. I preach that a lot. But like I said, the message of grace is one of the foundational messages of Christendom. The message of grace is what Peter would refer to as the sincere milk of the world. And Paul will say in Hebrews chapter 5 that see, when we are expecting you now to grow up and become teachers, you are still needing that we keep teaching you the principles, the foundational principles. He says that these foundational principles are the milk of the world that affect the base so that it can grow. Hello? But when you grow, he says, the meat of the kingdom belongs to those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to be able to descend between good and bad. The message of the kingdom is not a message for babies, but is paramount to your existence as a child of God. The message of the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom, was the only gospel Jesus came with. I mean, Jesus could not have preached grace because grace was dependent on his death. Praise God. The gospel of the kingdom was the gospel Jesus came with. No wonder a lot of people hated him. In a kingdom system, the king is not voted into power. The king is not determined by the choice of the people. And because the king is not voted into power, you cannot vote him out when you are tired of his rulership. You cannot at any time say, we are tired of this king. He is no longer serving our needs, our purposes. Let us find ourselves another king. It does not happen in a kingdom system. In a kingdom system, the watch of the king is law. You do not argue and analyze when the king speaks. I am afraid that heavy doses of the gospel of grace has made us begin to feel like we can negotiate everything God says. 
In a kingdom system, when the king speaks, your only permitted response is, yes, my lord. This one is hard, right? The word of the king is lord. In a kingdom system, the king owns everything. The king owns the citizens. He owns the land. He owns the oceans, the water. Everything covered within the boundaries of the kingdom is owned by the king. Kings automatically become lords. Hello? The word lord simply means owner. That is what it means. Please go. Owner, that's why you call that man your landlord. He owns the land where you are living. Praise God. Lord means owner. So everything automatically becomes Lord because they own everything in the kingdom. So if indeed you see that you are in a kingdom and Jesus is your king, then it means, it goes without telling, that you do not own yourself. Have we established that fact? Now, being owned by the king, like we said earlier, is essentially not a bad thing. Because every king's reputation is determined by the condition of his citizen. So if indeed the king owns you, your welfare becomes a responsibility of the king. The reputation of the king is tied to the welfare of his citizens. And kings are so jealous of their reputation because that is what gives the impression of their power. Hello? The reputation of the king is the glory of the king. And they can be jealous. It is an embarrassment to a king to see a citizen that is poor, that is wretched, that is depressed. It is an embarrassment to the king because he does not speak well of his kingdom. And so you usually see in those um, olden settings, usually the capital of the kingdom is populated by the elites. Eh? There is um, beautiful decorations everywhere. So the others are referred to as peasants and they are made to stay outside the capital. Why? When the king has an entourage coming into the kingdom to visit, as they get into the gates of the kingdom, they begin to look around. Oh, what beautiful houses. Oh, well-dressed citizens. These ones look well-fed. Mm. This king must be doing well. So even before the visitor approaches the palace, he has an impression of the king. Part of what made Solomon so powerful in his days, the Bible said that in his days, 
God was like what? Sand. Huh? It is only in democracy that your leader can be comfortable with having all the money. Praise God. In a kingdom system, the reputation of the king is determined by the welfare of his citizens. And because of that, God was talking to the Israelites. He said to them, you are a stubborn race, rebellious, hard-hearted. You are more moral. However, I have said to the other nations that you are mine, that you belong to me. Therefore, I will feed you. I will bless you. I will protect you. Anytime you go to fight with them, you will win. Not because of your good deeds, but for my name's sake. The word namesake and reputation comes from the same Hebrew root word. So essentially, the original translation says, but for the sake of my reputation. In a kingdom system, you don't get blessed by the king because he did well. If the king owns you, and indeed the king owns you, you become a responsibility of the king. And so Jesus would say, your priority as citizens of the kingdom in John chapter 6, verse 33, is what? What? Seek you first. First means priority. Hello? That is what first means. Before anything else, put this matter first and above any other thing you want to consider. We want to talk about peace this morning. Put this matter ahead of it, above it. Seek you first the kingdom. Of God. But they did not stop there. He says, and its righteousness. I explain what this word, its righteousness, means in the morning. Every kingdom has its own guidelines for the things that constitute righteousness. And these guidelines for the things that constitute righteousness is documented in a document, a publication, right? It's compiled in a document known as the constitution of the kingdom. Every kingdom has its own constitution. The constitution contains the rights and privileges of the citizens of the kingdom. The constitution contains what is respected of the citizens of the kingdom. So seek you first the kingdom of God and seek to understand its constitution. And every other thing you are running around becomes the responsibility of the king. I explain. For instance, Nigeria has its own dictates that constitute righteousness. If, for instance,
fresh light, you came out this morning and you saw a red light, but because you are running to church and you were in a hurry to be in church on time, hello, you run past the red light and you come to church early. In church, we are righteous for coming early, but according to the constitution of Nigeria, you are unrighteous. Because the constitution of Nigeria says that when you see a red light, you will stop. has its own constitution. And we use the story of Paul to further elaborate that. In Acts chapter 22, when you start reading from verse 25, Paul had preached a controversial message and said some things, and people became mad and carried Paul to the barracks. And when they got to the barracks, the chief commander said to a centurion, go and tie this man up and flog him. Let us understand why he's always disturbing the peace. And as the centurion was binding Paul in verse 25, Paul asked a question. Simple question. Is it lawful according to the constitution of Rome to bind a Roman without trial? Hey. The centurion said, Eh, did you not say that you are a Roman? And he ran to the commander in chief and he said to the commander, This man says that he is a Roman. The kingdom of Rome was one of the most powerful kingdoms in those days. And so the centurion goes to where Paul is and asks him again, Are you indeed a Roman? And Paul says, yes, of course I am. And the Bible says that all the men that would have flogged him disappeared. And the centurion became afraid for having ordered his arrest. And the next morning they released him. That is the power of a kingdom system. As a citizen of the kingdom, you are as powerful as the reputation of your king. You are as powerful as the extent of your king's influence. As a citizen of the kingdom, nobody is permitted to treat you outside what the constitution of your kingdom stipulates. But unfortunately, a lot of us that say we are children of the kingdom, we don't even know what our constitution says. Paul was able to speak up that day because he knew what was in the Constitution. What has the Constitution of Heaven said about you? What has the Constitution of Heaven said about you? The psalmist says in Psalm chapter 90, he says, There are certain things you cannot be afraid of. Not the pestilence, not the destruction that wastes at no day. At the end, he says, Because I have made the Lord my refuge. As a citizen of the kingdom, you are protected by the influence of your king. 
And that is why I can confidently tell you that if you are a citizen of the king of peace, by constitution, you are protected with peace anywhere you go. It is a follow call for citizens of the kingdom. And it does not matter what is going on in the world. Because yes, in the world there are tribulations happening. But constitutionally, citizens of the kingdom should have peace. But the only thing that can transform a man Remember, citizenship is granted by birth. Hello? And um, you don't have expiration. It's not like the membership where there's an expiration. Hello? But there is something that can transform a citizen to a rebel. And that thing is disloyalty. Hello? As a citizen of a kingdom, remember the king already owns everything. The king can request for anything, so there is nothing you can give to the king. As citizen of a kingdom, the only thing that you own that you can give to the king, as citizen of a kingdom, is your loyalty. And that is why Paul will say in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God, that you loyally present yourself. That is what present yourself as a sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. And he ends that by saying that this is your only reasonable service. Why is it that you think you are doing God a favor by coming to pay your tithe? How is it that you think you are doing God a favor by bringing an offering? It belongs to the king already. He can demand of it at any time. And if any kingdom system, you have no choice but to say what? Yes, my Lord. Your only reasonable service as a citizen of the kingdom is loyalty to the king. And at any point, a citizen becomes the lawyer. He is termed a rebel in the kingdom. So, fights in a kingdom system, like we said in the morning, there is nothing like self-government. Your loyalty consistently lies with the king. That is the only way your peace is ensured. The angel was celebrating when Jesus was born. They said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to men. There is a direct link between the peace you can enjoy on earth and his rulership over your life. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7 says that of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. So it is a direct relationship. A 
as his confidence is increasing over your life, peace is increasing. Is it not a wonder that on earth we are trying to find the world peace and yet we are reducing the governance of the king? We are saying, God, don't control our schools. Don't choose how we should dress. Don't choose our sexual orientation for us. Don't choose what we should do. Allow us to determine those words by ourselves. But just give us peace. He says, of the increase of his governance and peace. The two walk hand in hand. You cannot remove God from being in charge. And you're asking for peace. Any message that begins to make you focus on yourself and rely on your own abilities is a message targeted at stealing your peace. Oh, trust me, there are lots of messages like that. And we even preach it in church. Oh, just look deep in yourself. The answers are within. I'm sounding very intelligent now, but the answers are within. Just look deep. Look deeper. Find a quiet place and look inside. All the answers you seek are within. And you are talking to someone that does not have the Holy Spirit. What is inside him? Emptiness. So he sits down from morning to night. How do used to sit? Eh? Sit like Ali Beto. From morning to night. And when he stands up, he is empty. Because there is nothing within. Any message that begins to make you focus on yourself rather than on the king is only designed to turn you into a rebel in our kingdom. That is what happened to Eve. The devil did not tell Eve, leave God and follow me. No, that would be too much sin. And that is not how devil tells people. I'm sorry if you think devil will always tell you, bow down to me and I will give you the whole world. It does not always work like that. The devil only succeeded in taking Eve's attention away from God and to herself. He said to her, did God say that you should not eat? I mean, imagine how many times the word you appeared in their conversation. Did God say that you should not eat of this fruit? No. For in the day you shall eat of this fruit, you shall not die, but you shall become like God. Because God knoweth that in the day you eat this thing, you will become like him. That is why he does not want you to eat it. But right now, this is about you. This is your life. You have to take charge of your life. Don't allow people to tell you how to live your life. And you hear people say that too. It is your life. And the next thing you start here, yes, it's my life. I will do what I want to eat. It's my body. You don't tell me how to use it. When you finish, you will come back to church and say, Jesus is my Lord and my King. In a kingdom system, there is nothing like you. 
everything is for the king. And when the devil finished, suddenly the Bible says that Eve now looked at that fruit with a new eyes. Initially, anytime she looked at the fruit, she would see the king says no, and she would pass. But suddenly she looks at this same fruit, and the king is no longer in the picture. It suddenly became desirable to her. It became appealing to her. She said, it looks like a fruit that when you will eat, you will become wise. <laughs> it became all about her. I tell people, Eve did not fall because she ate the apple. The apple was a proof that Eve had fallen. Immediately the focus changed from what the king says to what I want. You have established a self-government and you have become a rebel in the kingdom. And as long as the king of Salem is no longer the one in charge of you, I can shout here from morning to night, you will not have peace. Did you hear what I just said? He says, I speak these things to you. I am telling you about the kingdom. Not because I want to waste your time, but because it is in me that you will have peace. In the world, you will have what? Tribulation. Are you willing to pray? When people are going through depression, And they begin to convince themselves that they don't need God. They just need to play some music from them. Um, there are some musicians that, um, I mean, they, they, they have good lyrics for depression. Is it, is it Johnny Dream? Is one of them? Is one of them, right? Which, which other one? Which other one? <laughs> Praise God. In me, you will have peace. Oh, I want you to begin to with a new conviction. Like someone that understands. I want you to say, Jesus, you are my king. Jesus, you are my king. Worship him as the king. Worship him as the king. Like someone who truly understands what it means. To be a citizen. Say, God, I have been treating you like a democratic ruler. I have been treating you as if I voted you into power. He says, You did not choose me. I chose you. You never choose the king. The king chooses you. Say, Father, you are my king. You are my king. You are my king. You are my king. Power to the Brahatosh Canada. I have heard you to smoke in my heart. Oh, Lord. I have been 
falling, Lord. This is a prayer. This is a prayer you are making. We are not going to have time to change plenty prayers. Thank you. 